welcome and thank you for tuning in to the Grace Assembly of God Sermon Podcast. Grace exists to help people discover a life of purpose in Jesus Christ through discipleship and serving one another. If you would like additional information, visit us online at www.graceofbelair.com. Again, thank you for joining us and enjoy this week's message. Good morning. Good morning, good morning, and it's good to be with you all here today. Um, bear with me just a moment so that my papers don't fly away. It's a little windy out today, but uh, it's exciting to be with you and to be able to speak with you about God's Word today on a very special day. Uh, we call this Pentecost Sunday. Um, it's one of the, one of the highlights of, of our year to be able to celebrate this and re- be reminded of what happened on Pentecost Sunday. And uh, I don't know about you, but I love experiencing new things. How many of you agree with me there? You like to experience new things? Huh? I mean, if you're, if you're watching online, we welcome you, and we want to just type in the comments, something new, all right? Put in the word new, all right? Tell your neighbor and say, experience something new today. Tell your neighbor that. If you're watching online, tell, tell that in the comments. Say new today. Put that in there, the word new. Um, it's, been a, it's been a wonderful time to experience God's presence. Um, you know, I've experienced a lot of new things in my life, um, I love trying new food. Anybody else like to try new food? Um, it's a great. Uh, most of the time it's great. Sometimes you get a surprise or two um, about some, some tastes and some flavors. Um, I've, I've tried it many times. Most of the time, I would say 90% of the time, it's gone well for me. About 10% of the time, it has not gone well. Uh, one particular time, I tried something new. And uh, as, I was, as I pictured it in my brain, it, it, uh, it was colorful, it was nice looking, it looked like rainbow sherbet, and, uh, but it had this little fluffiness to it, almost like a sponge cake, and I was like, man, this looks really, really good. This has got to be some kind of dessert. I'm not going to say the name of the country I was in, but uh, it was really delicious, okay? It was, it was in uh, the Middle East, okay? And I was over there, and, uh, and I was enjoying, you know, a lot of the food there, and I saw this rainbow-looking flavored sherbet cake. I didn't even know what it was, but I tried it anyway. And I was trying a lot of new things, and I was just so excited to be there. And I, I, me and another friend that were there, we took a bite of it, and I was expecting this fruitful, delicious dessert, you know, sugar, of course, and um, it was the exact opposite of that. It was not anything close to what I was expecting. Have you ever thought you were about to taste something, and you knew the flavor but then, like, when you tasted it, it was the exact opposite. What a shock that is, right? I mean, I'm telling you what, what a shock that is. And, um, and so I've experienced um, some new things even this week. Um, my son, my, my youngest, Everett, um, finally said the word dada to me, and I was so pumped, right? And uh, <laughs> it, was, it was at a time where I wasn't expecting it, because, you know, when Isaiah was younger, when he would wake up from naps, most of the time he was happy. Whenever it wakes up, he lets the whole world know that he's awake, and it's not necessarily him being happy. And so it was in that moment he said that word, and I was like, praise God, right? And so I felt good. And um, so experiencing new things can be wonderful. And, you know, we've experienced a lot of new things in the Bible. We've seen some things happen. We've seen some things happen in our country, new things that, w- that have happened um, over the course of our history, good things that have happened. Um, and I want to talk about something you might be wondering, you know, we've, people may use this word, uh, this phrase, the Pentecostal movement. 
Um, some of us may be familiar, some of us may not be, what that word really is, Pentecostal. It's not a religion, it's a way we worship God. Um, and so I, I was just reminded of the history as to how the Assemblies of God started as far as the Pentecostal movement began. Because tens of millions of people, even more than that probably, have been impacted by this, what we call the Pentecostal movement. And it was started, and maybe you've heard this, uh, this, this word before, the Azusa Street Revival. And uh, this took place as a result of a small prayer meeting where some, some women were in the house praying it up. How many women are out there? You know how to pray it up. Amen? Um, and so they were praying. And then all of a sudden, there was also an African-American by the name, uh, a man named William Seymour, who, who is, was an African-American. And he led this charge. And I thought, wow, what an encouraging thing to see that God was doing something new, God was doing something fresh, and God was using people to do his work and to do his kingdom. And I believe God needs to do something new today in our country. How, how many know that? God, needs a, that? God needs to bring fresh fire back to our country. And I'm so excited that men and women back in those times took advantage of an opportunity for God to do something new. They were just doing the regular thing of prayer meeting together, and all of a sudden God showed up and changed the whole situation. And God is always showing up. God always wants to do something new. And so it's encouraging to know that God will do that. Um, as we look through this rather quickly this morning, I want to bring our attention to, uh, you know, this whole idea of what walking by the Spirit is like. We've been doing a, a series called Faith Is. Um, today is about walking by the Spirit. The Spirit of God brings real change is, is the main part of this that we want to share with you today. Um, and so I, I'm encouraged by what the Lord wants to do today. And, and I believe this, that as we look to God's word this morning, um, we're going to be challenged. We're going to be encouraged. And I'm telling you what, God maybe wants to take you out of our routine. As this whole COVID-19 has come uh, and it's still here, we're still going through this process. How many know everybody's routines got changed, right? A lot of things have changed. And you hear this phrase, I want to get things back to normal. You know, that's, that's great. I would love to see, new, you know, get back to the normal. But at the same time, I don't want to go back to normal spiritually because I know when I coast, God is, it, it, it seems like I don't even notice what God is doing when I live a normal routine. I want God to do new things. I don't want to go back to my old ways. I don't want to go back to the normal routines of my, my spiritual walk. I want to experience fresh moves of God as we have seen in the scripture today, that, that there was a fresh move of God, and there still is a fresh move of God throughout our nation, throughout our world, that God is doing. And so as we look at this, Paul's going to, uh, we're going to be talking about some, uh, some scripture passages that Paul brings up. One's from Romans 8, rich chapter of the Bible. Another one's from Galatians 5 um, that we're going to be talking about today. But uh, the first point that I want to bring up is that um, through his spirit, God gives life. God gives life. Everybody say the word life. If you're, in, if you're watching online, put that in the comments. The word life. Life. We want you to participate just as much as everybody's here today. Put that word in there. Life. Because God is desiring to do something fresh and something new. This is what it says in Romans chapter 8. If you have a Bible, you can turn there. Um, it's on verses 10 through 11. It says this, But if Christ is in you, then even though your body is subject to death because of sin... The Spirit gives life because of righteousness. And if the Spirit of Him who raised Jesus from the dead is living in you, He who raised Christ from the dead will also give life 
to your mortal bodies because his spirit who lives in you. And this is such an important um, discussion today as we talk about, you know, what, what all Romans 8 is about. I mean, there's really, we could do a whole sermon series on this whole Romans 8. I mean, there's a lot to be shared here. And uh, when it comes to Romans chapter 8, it talks about that, how we have been called as followers of Christ to step into this new life, to, to understand that there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. But we have to understand something that as a follower of Jesus Christ, you cannot live this life by yourself. You cannot do it. So many people today are trying to earn their way into heaven. They're trying to do enough good. They're trying to balance the good, and hopefully it outweighs the bad. But I'm here to tell you the Bible is very clear that if we are sin at any point, we are lawbreakers, right? I mean, you've maybe gotten pulled over before because you were speeding. Guess what? You are considered a lawbreaker. You broke the law, right? Because you sped. You shouldn't have done that. And so you broke the law. The Bible talks about how if we break God's law, that we are subject to death. We are subject to death. No matter who you are. Maybe I'm a Christian, so why do we still experience death? Because Romans 6.23 tells us, for the wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. So what the law was revealing was showing us that we can't do this on our own anymore. We can't do that. We needed to cry out for someone to rescue us, and that is why the but is there. But God sent his one and only son, Jesus, to die on the cross for our sins so that we may have eternal life. You can't do this by yourself. And this is what happens so many times is that we try and act as even believers. We try to, we feel guilty, we feel condemnation because of things we have done that we're not proud of. Even as believers, we may have done these things. And then we try to act in a certain way because we think God's mad at us. But God is so loving. He, he's so kind to us. It says the kindness of God is what brings us to repentance. It's his kindness. He wants to hear from you. He wants to change your heart. He wants to change your mind and perception about things. And I think that's such a, an encouraging thing to know about. And so when we trust God with this, it, he brings us his spirit to help us with this life that we live. He helps us follow him. He helps walk us through time after time. And I encourage you today that as a follower of Jesus Christ, God wants to breathe new life into areas that you may not even think need new life right now. You may need to change up your routine because I find it, you know, routines, especially when it comes in a Christian's walk, it can get old and then you start to get dry. And it's important for us to say, Lord, today I want to experience a fresh new spirit from you because I need something new in my life. I need to be refreshed. If, you're, if you can't go to work anymore or, or do whatever, you can't, you can't parent anymore because you're just around your children 24-7 now. And God wants to bring a fresh new touch upon you. And he wants to help you. He wants to guide you. Because again, it's not just mustering up enough energy to just do it again and go through the motions of life again. But God wants to do something fresh. He wants to do something new. And when we spend time trusting him with his word, trusting him with who he is, trusting him with what he wants to do, he will bring new life. The second part of this is I want to bring up is Galatians 5.25. And it simply says this about walking in step with the Spirit. Walking in step with the Spirit. You know, when I was growing up, when I was a young kid, 
you know, when I heard this phrase Pentecostal, what does this word Pentecostal movement mean? You know, I thought of it like maybe it's the, the preacher who just shouts all the time, like from the stage. Maybe we just got to be loud, right? And I've come to know that's not what it's all about. It's not about that, right? My son can shout very loud. He can shout louder than I can at times. And so it's not about how loud somebody can shout. It's about the anointing and the presence of the Holy Spirit who wants to walk with you. And he wants to walk in step with you. This is why, this is why the Holy Spirit is with us. He wants to guide us into our, into, in this freedom that we have in Jesus Christ. Galatians 5 talks about the fact that Paul was mentioning this like, there, why would we want to go back to our old way? Why would we want to live the life that we once lived? And I can tell you this, that Satan will use anything. He will even use your past and try to tempt you to go back to your old way of life because it's just easier, because it seems like everybody's having more fun, because they have the the louder shouts, they have the bigger parties, they have the more fun, and the devil will tempt you to go back to your old way of life. And Galatians 5 is, is the Apostle Paul talking to people about walk in this freedom and don't go back to your past. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. And it's so encouraging to know that God wants to walk with us in step with his spirit. And as we come about this, you know, we realize this, the fruit of the spirit that Paul, or the apostle Paul will bring up. He talks about love, talks about joy, talks about peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. He talks about all these things as to how we can operate in his spirit, in his presence, is that we adopt those things into our life. We don't adopt getting revenge and being vengeful of other people because we're jealous of them or because you know, we may be uh, not supportive of them or because we want that what they have. And so we act out in, in certain ways. We are people of the Spirit. We believe that God has called us to be different, to act differently and to be different. And that even can mean some difficult things, difficult conversations. That can mean that we take a stand when, when others will not. We speak up when others are silent. We do all these things simply because we want all people to come to know Christ because they're all made in the image of God. They're all loved by God. And God is desiring to do new things. At the end of John's gospel, we see uh, Jesus begin to, to share with us or to share with his disciples as he appears to them after this resurrection that he breathes on them the Holy Spirit. And when he breathes on them this Holy Spirit, they began to walk in this new way of living, new way of life. But then there was more. Everybody say, there is more. There is more. If you're watching online, put the word in there, more. God wants to do more. God wasn't done right there. So many times we treat this whole idea, this whole uh, day of Pentecost, it is a day of celebration, but it's also a, a lifestyle we live. It's not just a one-time event. It's more than that. God wants to do more than just the normal, just what we're used to. God wants to do so much more than that. And this is what happened in Acts 2, is that they were empowered by the Holy Spirit. They became powerful and effective to become witnesses throughout, their entire, throughout the entire world. Places that no one else wanted to go to. People they, they encountered that no one else wanted to talk with. They crossed over barrier after barrier after barrier because of who they were and who they knew everybody else was. They were are a child of God. They are a child of the King. And so as we do this, let's walk and step with the Spirit.
Let's not be afraid to say, God, I'm tired, or God, I am stuck in a routine. God, my spirituality is dry right now. I am exhausted. I just don't have any energy left, or whatever the case may be. That is the moment and the time where you can call on God. Call on the Holy Spirit. Say, Holy Spirit, reignite a flame in me again. Reignite a passion for who God is and who He wants to be. Because I guarantee you this, He wants to reveal new things to His people. He wants to to start up new things that have yet to be done. And guess what? He's going to empower us to be a part of that. And I can say this in numerous different ways, but I believe this, that the Holy Spirit can say more than I can just say in 15 to 20 minutes with you. Because He can prompt things in your heart. He can put things in your mind. Situations, people, things that God can be leading you to do. But I encourage you to call on His Holy Spirit to help guide you. Ask a fresh new touch of His Spirit. And watch Him do something that you never thought you were able to do. Because guess what? If it was based on you and your abilities, then you wouldn't need God. This is what the salvation message is all about. I mean, it talks about this in Ephesians chapter 2, verse 8. For it is by grace you have been saved through faith, so that no one can boast That's, that it's all about them, that it's from them. It is by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not of yourselves. Paul is very clear that this, what God desires to do is not of human being nature. It is more about what the heaven is doing and what heaven wants to bring down to earth. And I don't know about you, but we need a lot of heaven right now to come down to earth. How about, am I agree with me? We need heaven to make itself known to our nation so that we can see God do things that we never thought were possible. And as we look to this this morning, if you're here and you want to you wanna follow the Lord Jesus Christ, you can let us know that. Just put Jesus in the comments, and we will have people moderate that are moderating that right now who want to speak with you, who want to talk with you, and they want to share with you how you can just do that by calling on the name of the Lord. And for those who are watching online, we're going to begin uh, transitioning to our next service. But please understand, we're going to have people moderating this, this service. They're going to talk with you. If you need prayer, please let us know in the comments. Please let us know if you would like to follow Jesus. We have people there that can pray with you because guess what? The Spirit of God can move anywhere and everywhere. We don't have to say, well, it, it can only be in person. No, God can do anything. God is not limited to a box. We cannot contain him. So we're going to be transitioning in that service right now. But for the rest of